It's probably synced. I mean, we can only assume that that it's going to be synced that's, up just fine. That's correct. That's all I'm going to do. <laughs> just assume that it's synced up. And if it's not synced up appropriately, we'll just call it spooky. Yeah. Oh, no. There's a ghost. There's a radio ghost. This podcast is haunted. That's why it sounds off. Oh, man. Do we start with signature banter or do we I thought that, do we just roll right in I now? thought that was our signature banter oh <laughs> that was that was the signature banter I'm not, hey wow. it can't all be fucking gold alright <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm not Midas <laughs> I'm pretty close but I'm not Midas yeah yeah alright fine fine I'll, I'll just say it I'll just say um, hey welcome to Hands Up <laughs> was that a good impression of you I I literally thought I was saying it. that's how good it was <laughs> Do we not like the hay? No, I just, yeah. I just, you know. <laughs> hey, and welcome to Heads Up with Jeff and Sean. I'm Jeff. That sounded like you were pulling someone over on the side of the street, like to give them a flyer. <laughs> I'm Sean. Will you take this flyer? Hey, come to my show later. We're like jazz fusion. We're like jazz Asian fusion. Have you ever handed out flyers? Mm, no, I don't. Not on the street, like a peasant. <laughs> Damn. This podcast, we do a few things. We're going to discuss a candy that we have eaten. In the middle is going to be, uh, at least in 2017, about wizards, because I'm dense and, and have a hard time figuring out what basic things are that everybody knows. And to start off the episode, as always, we're going to jump into Kyle's click. The internet gave us- no, no, I feel like I'm not doing Kyle's click. I think it's dead. I think it's dead. <laughs> I offered to kill it last time. You said no. Yeah. I wanted to hunt and kill it myself. It's dead now. <laughs> I'm announcing live on the radio, Kyle's cook is dead. There's been a a murder. (laughs) Yeah, murder on the Heads Up Express. Let's solve this this mystery. It's me, I did it, I confess. Instead of going to jail, everybody on the train cheers. Thank you, yes, thank you, Stella. She's so excited. That's why I didn't want to do the podcast when they're not here, you know? That's why I had to go get her. Oh, wow, that was that last bit was kind of racist for a dog. Stella, other people live around here. You can't just yell at them. you got, you got to come to terms with it. That was unnecessary. Okay. Jeff. Yes. Tell me everything you know about zebras. Everything I know about zebras. Mm-hmm. I hear that they sound a lot like horses. Really? If you hear, if you hear them walk, okay. they sound like horses, right? Okay. Oh, I mean... Because isn't that, isn't that the saying? Like, if you hear... What? If you hear, like, a hoofed animal coming at you... You'd think a horse, not a zebra, because a horse is more likely around here, I guess, unless you're in, like, where are zebras from? You know what? That's part of what I know about them. They're probably from the Sahara. Nope. What? Savannah? You just need to stop. <laughs> Georgia? You just need to stop. I was under pressure. No one told me I was going to be talking about zebras. What? Um, well, how was your response? Oh, here's how you identify them by sound. How was that ever anyone's response to being asked about an animal? I'm just saying they must sound a lot like horses because there's that saying about expecting a horse and not a zebra. No, there isn't. That's <laughs> there not is a one. Saying. I swear to God, I don't know what it is. <laughs> there's not. There definitely is one. There's definitely not. Look it up. Right. Look it up. I guarantee you there is. Right. Okay, yeah. You know what? Um, hey, guess what? I have an internet connection, motherfucker. So I am going to look it up. <laughs> well, you do that. I'll tell you that that I, I would assume they sound different than horses. Only from the Lion King, that one spot when they're doing the Circle of Life song, and they go in the zebras, and it's like a it's like a weird fucking alien noise that they make. I've never heard a horse make an alien noise. Not once. They neigh. 
they whinny, but whatever these zebras no- noises they're making, it's not right. Did you find that that saying about horses and zebras? Yeah, I did, and it's from it's from a, a 1940s saying that a medical professor instructed his medical interns. <laughs> so it actually doesn't have anything to do with horses, really, and zebras. It's what is it? Just just read it. Just tell me what when it is. When you hear hoofbeats, think of horses, not zebras. Yeah, exactly, exactly. How is so that the first? They must sa- how is that the first? You couldn't say that they have black and white stripes. <laughs> How is an obscure no, medical John, lesson from the 1940s John, the first thing that has sprang to mind? You fucking John, lunatic. I I, I'm not, <laughs> what? I'm not, I'm not going to let this go. I'm not going to let this go. They don't have black and white stripes. They are either black with white stripes or white with black stripes, but they can't be both. Oh, oh sweet dog. So it sounds like you actually knew a relevant thing about zebras instead of medical advice from the 1940s. <laughs> You couldn't have opened with that either? Oh, I'm sorry. Is medical advice from the 1940s not appreciated? Did it not pioneer the way no. to me- modern do medicine? It's, uh, do, mm, mm. it's never lupus. Have you ever uh, seen House? Uh, I think the 1940s was when they were like electrocuting gay people, so maybe maybe don't make that your hardest stand. They still have electroshock therapy for gay people at weird church camps. You that's know that. Tr- that's not like go to a hospital and do it, though. Like that, that's, that was the 1940s. The 1940s were like, oh, well, your son doesn't really love football all right well we'll just shoot lightning into his head until he does or dies why 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 do you always bring it around to electrocuting gay people i don't understand that about it i've been cutting it out of the podcast every episode <laughs> i'm leaving it in this time it's because you're <laughs> always, need it's to figure because out you're why. so adamant that it keep happening because <laughs> you love the 19, 1940s yeah. and just that aesthetic i just i think I really, jeff no no yeah. no I just think that, you know, gay people shouldn't be electrocuted to death as part of medical practices like you do, so... I will not stand for being accused of a stance that I do not take, okay? <laughs> I won't stand for it. I don't think they should be electrocuted, know, okay? Man. Unless they want to be electrocuted, then they can be electrocuted, but not against their will, okay? I only want gay people electrocuted if they want to be electrocuted. You know, I'm... That's my stance. I'm just saying, when I, you know, when I hear hoofbeats, I think of horses, not zebras, so... <laughs> It's such it's such a good saying that I didn't really remember, isn't it? It is. It's a pretty good saying. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. You're I welcome. Just, the order of your <laughs> knowledge about zebras. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty strange. <laughs> now I want to say they're I want to say they're white with black stripes, but maybe that's just my you know own little worldview because I am white. But are they from Africa? So maybe they're black. But that's also racist, right? Because there's a lot of white people in Africa. Yeah. Let, what, hey, how about you cut that last part out? Um. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. That was, uh, oh boy. Yeah, they are, they are African. Zebras mm-hmm. are from Africa. Mm-hmm. There's at least one on Madagascar, I think, right? Or Madagascar 2. Oh, the fucking movies? I, th- yeah. I thought, when you first said it, I thought you were actually talking about, I was like, I don't know if there's any in Madagascar. I don't, how would I learn that? I don't, there's only one? How do you know that? Is there a zoo? I feel like you really knocked my train of thought off about how much I know about zebras. Mm-hmm. And I could get back on that train and, and, and try to figure out more that I know about zebras. But what do you know about zebras, Sean? Well, okay. Uh, well, so instead of getting back on that train, why don't you climb back in that saddle? Uh, <laughs> there's three species of zebras. Ooh. And they're divided up like they are um, elves in a fantasy book. There's plains zebras. <laughs> there's mountain zebras. Damn. I did not know that there were mountain zebras. That sounds awesome. And I'm going to click that link <laughs> and look at pictures hopefully later. And then there's one called the the Grievies Zebra. It's clearly named after a person because it's a capital G, R, oh. and then it's got an E with a little accent oh, damn. over it, V-Y. So let me just see. I don't give a shit about plain zebras. I learned about them in fucking elementary school. 
Everybody knows about plane Everybody zebras. Everybody knows about plane zebras. Unless it's spelled differently. If it's spelled P-L-A-N-E, then I do not know about it. No, them. it's not like an interplanar zebra. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Because, We're not playing Magic the Gathering, you fucking nerd. It's always it's always with Dungeons and Dragons, and you, it's, ah. Uh. I don't know if you know this. I've only made it, like, five minutes into a Magic the Gathering game and was confused and stopped playing forever. <laughs> I didn't know that. I know you don't play when we play, which is, which is cool. Tapping mana? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to tap two mountains to cast a zebra. So the mountain zebra, oh man, Wikipedia listed as a threatened species. Threatened by who? I don't know. I'm sorry. Threatened by whom? <laughs> Thank you, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> Language is a gift. However, in a sexual genetic study that included 295 mountain zebra specimens... Hmm. Have you ever asked a woman if they want to be part of a sexual genetic study? I plead the fifth. This isn't about me. This isn't about me. <laughs> isn't everything about you? Most things are. Oh, shit! <laughs> This mountain zebra thing has a map mm-hmm. where they uh, have a distribution ranges of yeah. mountain zebra species. And there's one right behind you. There's one on Madagascar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there's fucking one dot. I don't know what yes. that means because I can't, it won't show me how many a dot means, but. <laughs> Home of the mountain zebra. Do they look different than regular zebras? Kind of. They look, they got fat heads and fat little bodies. And the, the <laughs> well, the black stripes seem more pronounced. Like thicker. Oh, okay. Than a plane so they're, zebra. they're just fat zebras. Kind of. So they have a better center of gravity for the mountains they climb. The picture they have of one is just like one standing in a dirt field, and I can see trees behind him <laughs> and no mountains. So he's kind of a piece of shit. And I just forgot everything I ever learned about mountain zebras because I don't care about them anymore. Wow. I was going to say, is a capital M like the other kind of zebras? Maybe it's named after Jim Mountain? <laughs> no, they don't capi- They didn't capitalize it. He 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 got a bunch of zebras, kept them in captivity, and overfed them, so they got large heads and fat bodies. You know what fucking rules though? The Graves zebra. I want to say yeah. I want to say gravy zebra, but I have to. I don't know how this. I'll just put this out there. We've never once got a tweet or an email or anything about being corrected on something. So I'm gonna say we're right like a hundred percent of the time. So that's because now that Holly no longer listens, Brett actually was just like just half an hour ago he was telling me he is now the sole one hundred percent of the audience. And he told me that Kyle's cut had to go after I was complaining about it. So So you you'll listen to Brett, but you you well, won't listen to me when I try to kill no. him. No. My friend uh, Nick also said that he listens sometimes. He didn't say anything about Kyle's he didn't say anything about Kyle's click because he loves yeah, it. Because he hated it so much, he was embarrassed for me that I was involved with it. Listen, <laughs> listen, this is all this is all nonsense. The gravy zebra is also known as the imperial zebra. Oh damn! Why would you go with some asshole's last name when you could call them imperial zebras? That that's awesome. <laughs> that fucking rules. Do they, do they do they wear like white plastic suits and and helmets? No, but they should. Oh my god! They're every one of these imperial zebras is a combination stormtrooper Darth Vader. <laughs> They get the black and white. Up to nine males may compete for a female outside of a territory. Oof. Sounds, sounds like down at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> why, why is it specifically nine males? It says up to. I don't know. There's like oh. a cutoff at nine. Like a tenth dude shows up and they're just like, come on, dude. You read the Wikipedia entry. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Zebras are just as cool as horses, I think. Because they are basically, I mean, they're equines, but I just think calling a dude a stallion is always funny to me. <laughs> and that's just like what they're called. Like a male zebra is a stallion, so. Stallions that are unable to establish territories are free-ranging and are known as bachelors. <laughs> Tell me about it. Don't I know <laughs> it. <laughs> dude, you, fuck you, you just got engaged. 
<laughs> you can eat shit. You can't take those jokes away from me. I can. Okay? No, I can. That's what happens when you get married. You can't do that stuff. You have to do, Fuck. like, fucking basic sitcom. Not like, nah, my wife oh, won't let me go to the football game. I had to call my ball and chain, right? Yeah. In the world of comedy, you can't respect your wife. Yeah. At all. Take my wife, please, right? Oh, my, when females are not around, a territorial stallion will seek the company of other stallions. Nice. Oh. The stallion shows his dominance with an arc arched neck and a high-stepping gait, and the least dominant stallions submit by ex- extending their tail, lowering their heads, and nuzzling their superior's chest or groin. <laughs> I think, I, you know what, I think I've seen, I think I've seen pictures of that on, on Tumblr. It's amazing. The, <laughs> maybe not, maybe it wasn't ze- zebras, but... I have to, like, find a YouTube video of, of this amazing gait they must have when their necks are arched. Do it right now. <sighs> Come on. And I'm gonna find a video... You know I'm terrible at, I'm terrible at finding things. Can I, let's just, while you do that, uh, your honest opinion, though. Uh, this segment mm-hmm. is fucking killing. Everyone at home is laughing, just deep belly laughs, and Kyle's click was weak. If Kyle's click were a zebra, it would be nuzzling my groin right now. Let's, let's How about that? <laughs> how about that? Are we always going to talk about zebras? <laughs> uh, just, you can pick an animal next time, dog. I want to learn shit. <laughs> okay. We're going to learn about animals? No. Sorry, you know, you know I'm terrible at googling things. I can't figure out what it looks like. I'll I'll, I'll do it later. Okay, I don't have an hour to try to Google something. <laughs> I can't do it. How long it takes you? It sometimes takes me a long time to find stuff on Google. Okay. Okay, YouTube Imperial Zebra Dominant. No one said you were bad at it. I'm saying I'm bad at Stallion. it. Stallion. Can't just show me up. Zebra tries to kill foal while mother fights back. That is not a, at all what I asked for. YouTube. Yeah, the internet is stupid. I'm looking for I'm looking for like gay stallions getting it on, not fucking snuff films. <laughs> stallion on stallion. Dude, the second video action. The second video, zebra zebra stallion kills another stallion's foal. Jesus Christ, guys! I'm not as sold on zebras as I was five minutes ago. <laughs> They're a lot more violent than horses. I don't know. Maybe search for horses. Maybe you'll find the same thing. But damn. I th- you know, I think we're going to save horses for when we're done with the podcast, and the whole episode will just be about horses and seahorses, <laughs> every kind of horse. The podcast, just about horses. Just about horses. I would, I would prefer this be a horse fan cast, but... <laughs> there must be tame zebras that people ride like horses, right? Uh, I don't know about that. So I can tell you, uh, yeah, the Imperial Zebra is wild. Let me check the others. Man, the Plain Zebra is also known as the Common Zebra. Yeah, no shit, because the other fucking zebras are imperial zebras. How, how do you stand up for that? <laughs> well, there's definitely pictures of old guys on zebras. I don't know. Ooh. You should do you should do that Google search. Like the first five or six images are just old guys on zebras. I don't I don't know what what kind of fetish <clears throat> it is, but <laughs> I um I, I switched to my phone and then I I left the Google search. And I hit enter and uh, all I got to was man ride. <laughs> and then I <laughs> <laughs> my Google search. It's ruined. It's ruined. I have to get a new email address. The fucking NSA is on its way to your house. <laughs> fucking perverts looking at old men riding zebras. Um, so I found an article. I found two articles. I mean, there's a there's an article on Business Insider called Why Humans Couldn't Domesticate Zebras. Well, common zebras they probably could have. The, I mean, the ze- Imperial zebras? <laughs> yeah, good luck. Can you imagine just like you're out in the wild and a, an Imperial zebra shows up and he just starts fucking dishing out commands? He's like wearing a little crown, <laughs> yeah. making decrees. <laughs> I am the Imperial zebra. You will not ride me. Decree number one, no riding. Do zebras just eat grass, though? I don't know, man. I don't... And, the, 
and like and like the flesh of their foes. <laughs> the imperial zebra, yeah. Do they have the kind of stomach for grass? I don't know. Do horses eat grass? I don't know. I think they're like grains, right? They eat grains and <laughs> like fucking oatmeal, like with their fucking <laughs> yeah, Quaker oatmeal. They eat Quaker oatmeal. <laughs> Making like little bowls in the morning. I don't think so. Imperial zebras like apple cinnamon. Quaker Oats that's right here. Man, I gotta tell you, I am pretty thrilled reading about zebras. Just, like, a lot of this, a lot of these articles are, like, when they make distinguish, like, distinguishing things between, it sounds like I'm reading a magic card, or, like, a Dungeons & Dragons monster manual about zebras. (laughs) Well, someone did write about them on the internet, so it was probably a fucking nerd. They occur in a variety of habitats, such as grasslands, savannas, woodlands, thorny scrublands, mountains, and coastal hills. Like, yeah, no, those are your major uh, manatypes, yeah, yeah. Oof, they have a hindgut fermentation system. What is that? It's a highly specialized metabolism and digestive system. It uses helpful bacteria to digest plant fiber more thoroughly than most herbivores. Oh. I, I think that's basically like a cow's uh, digestive system, which is probably why most cows are also black and white. That's pretty fucking... Like zebras. That's pretty deceptive of zebras, though. They're like taking they like taking the engine from a Honda and putting it in a Porsche. Like they look like horses, but they fucking digest like cows. Like no, thank you. One-off attempts to tame individual zebras uh, may or may not have been successful. Domesticating them, like breeding captive herds of zebras specifically for humans to use and ride and chain up and whip and you know all the stuff that people do to animals, has essentially so far been impossible. That's weird. Saying zebras are bad-tempered, easily agitated, aggressive when cornered. <laughs> Is this why you wanted to talk about them? You found your spirit animal? No. <laughs> I'm much more like the noble, I guess, rat who flees at the first sign of conflict to survive another day. <laughs> why are zebras so bad-tempered? I, I don't know. Part of it, they're saying, is that because they're smaller than horses, carrying a full-sized mm-hmm. human on their back tires them out faster. Which brings out their uh, worst qualities because they get like tired, and then people are like, "I'm not, I'm not where I want to be without walking yet." And the zebra's like, "Get the <laughs> fuck off, dude! I'm fucking tired, man." Has anyone ever shoot a zebra like they do a horse? Maybe that'll help. <laughs> you think that's why they shoot? Horses? <laughs> they like make the horse kneel down in front of a grave that they made it dig. Other horses looking on, this is what you get. This is what you get when you step out of line, you son of, son of you cross humans. This is what you get. They fucking put two in the back of his head. I said shoe. Oh, okay. Like put a horseshoe on you, them. I thought you said shoot. So that's a crazy way to execute a horse. Yeah. I don't I don't take kindly to animals disrespecting humans, so You hear that, Stella? You hear that? Alright, sorry. Yeah, dude, Stella's like, what, two feet long, max? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's been bred to be a fucking purse dog. She also gets tired very easily <laughs> and cranky. Yeah. Horseshoeing them might help, right? Because I, I find it easier to walk in shoes than barefoot. But Yeah, but when you put your shoes on, do you nail them onto your foot from the bottom? If I didn't have toes, yeah, probably. I don't know, man. I don't think I'd be, like, thrilled with that. That seems like a pretty unique kind of torture. Like, all right, let me just fucking nail this metal to your foot. Like, ah, dude, knock it off. I'm just going to, like, put a bunch of weight on your back, and then I'm going to hop up on this saddle, and then, like, you're going to go where I want for as long as I want. So one of the other things this article said, though, that, um, and this is speculation, but because zebras kind of uh, lived and evolved with humans in the area, mm-hmm. they're, like, they were, like, less afraid of us, whereas European animals didn't, like the horse. 
Yeah, this, this doesn't make any sense to me. The horses weren't around us as much, so they were afraid of us. So when we tried to tame them, they were like, oh, okay, this this person means business. Yeah, maybe. Whereas, whereas Zebra saw early man just, like, masturbating in a corner or something and was like, ugh. Well, oh, okay, so part of the argument they're saying is that zebras are hardwired to view us as threats. Like, evolutionarily, because we were coexisted for so long. Mm. And we were, like, I guess, you know, taking them down to eat. <laughs> Instead of trying to ride them immediately. Yeah. Somebody messed up yeah. back in the day. Oh, shit! Zebras are the animal responsible for the most injuries to zookeepers every single year. Oh, for real? Holy shit, when was this article written? 2014. Oh my god. <laughs> but, but the dream of a domesticated zebra lives on. As recently as 2013, a teenager in Virginia, Shay Inman, attempted to train a zebra to, to bear a rider. Let me... This is a link. Hold on, this is a link. I have, I have to know. That this went terribly for her? <laughs> They're dead. Oh, man. This is basically like, you know every movie about a horse and a young girl? Yeah. That's basically what this sounds like. She wanted more of a challenge. After seeing the movie <laughs> Racing Stripes, a 2005 film about an abandoned zebra who has a dream of racing with thoroughbreds <laughs> and doing, all, and doing all the research and talking to the people in Texas about their zebras, I agreed we'd get one, said uh, someone related to her. <laughs> Her mother. I mean, I've been in, I've been inspired by movies before, but not that much. Especially not one as classic as Racing Stripes. <laughs> Racing Stripes, two thousand five. Check it out, guys. Probably <laughs> probably at the bottom of the bargain bin in Walmart. Well, did she did she win any races or not? I'm not seeing any. <laughs> Everything about her is referred to in the past tense. <laughs> He's so the the zebra's reward for a good job was a flavored ice pop. That's, that's what not being rich will get you. Being a working man, just being a working zebra. You work all day. You're making this little girl's dream come true of emulating the film Racing Stripes 2005. Check it out now, probably on DVD. Definitely on VHS. And what do you get? What do you get paid? You get fucking, fucking a flavored ice pop. Oh, my. And how, how rich is, is her family? Because, I mean, owning a horse isn't cheap. So I'm, I'm imagining finding someone to sell you a zebra, buying that zebra, and then the upkeep cannot be... Cannot be cheap. Um, they split the $10,000 cost to buy him, her and her mother. So they're rich white people, basically, trying to just be <laughs> fucking, yeah, no no respect for them. Sorry. Do you respect them more, or, like, rich, rich weird people that, like, will try to domesticate like a cheetah? I would rather like you try to domesticate. We already have horses is the thing. We don't need more horses. We got it. One. Done. We got, we got equines. We locked them down. Yeah. Horses, we're good. Thank you. Yeah, paint stripes on your horse. Yeah. People, I, there's that Russian guy who's domesticating foxes. Excellent. Good. Thank you. We don't have foxes. <laughs> They're basically like half dogs, half cats, right, though. Right, right. And we have dogs and cats, but we don't have anything in the middle. That, th whoever that is, that dude is filling in a gap. This lady's just trying to emulate the movie Racing Stripes 2005. Catch it I guarantee now. You, I guarantee you the person who wrote Racing Stripes doesn't, give that, doesn't care that much about zebras. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I would be surprised if Racing Stripes had a writer. <laughs> and so now at the bottom of the, uh, bottom of the article... This lady's mother, while going through a divorce, moved to Charlottesville for a job at the University of Virginia's hospital. The zebra shares a pasture there with horses on the sheep farm, where the mother is renting a log cabin. If we get the right price, we'll sell him, the mother says. My daughter is busy well, with we... school, and all I do is pet him and feed him treats. <laughs> she, she's already sick of him. Already sick of him. All I do is pay attention to him and treat him right. <laughs> get this guy the fuck out of here. The right price sounds like lower than $10,000 because it doesn't seem like it did what you wanted it to do. 
and you're looking to get rid of it. Oh, man. Does it get along with horses? Does it know it's not a horse? I don't know. Do horses know it's a zebra? You know, horses, donkeys, and zebras all evolved from a common ancestor, which lived in Europe and North whoa, America whoa, whoa. around 55 million years ago. If zebras evolved from horses, how come there are still horses? That's not at all what I said. <laughs> I said they all evolved from the same common ancestor. Prove it. Where are they? They evolved out, dog. Learn your science. You're not making any sense? Can I just... I love how science articles are written, because when they talk about like species dying out or evolving away from the thing that they were, they always mm-hmm. do it this way. And this is, this is a sentence in the Business Insider article. The North American equids parentheses, members of the horse family, close parentheses, disappeared about eight to 10,000 years ago. Dude, they didn't just disappear. They fucking died <laughs> off, or they became something. Like, they didn't just vanish, like, in the middle, like, oh, boy, it's almost 1130. Let's just all fucking fold into the eighth dimension. They're all now seahorses. Let's <laughs> all, let's dive into the ocean and become seahorses with weird tails. Like, nah, dog, they died out. Just say died out. Disappeared. Just like that scientist's family. Mysteriously disappeared yeah. one day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they evolved into someone else's family. <laughs> Whoa. Horses cool. were initially kept as a food animal. As in, like, just to eat them? Yeah, like livestock. Damn. You think they taste good? I don't know. You could probably get horse meat. I don't want horse meat. I want zebra meat. Have you ever eaten glue? Not a lot of it. <laughs> That'd be terrible. You sit down to eat horse meat and it just tastes like some Elmer's glue. <laughs> need salt. Oh, you need a lot of salt. You need some purple oh. marker. <laughs> I won't believe that it that it's zebra meat unless it also has stripes. <laughs> it just stripes all the way through. Yeah. It's not just the fur. Oh, all right, Jeff. We've had a lot of fun talking about zebras, but... <laughs> yeah, we did. Whoa, we did, did we talk about zebras for like half an hour? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, Kyle's click is dead. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's still more we could learn about zebras. <laughs> I, there is, I know. Do you want to just talk about zebras for the rest of the year? We'll just pick an animal a year and become fucking experts on it. What do you want to? Yeah. What do you want to do? Twenty eighteen. What do you want to? What kind of animal? I don't want. To, I don't want to mess this up. I want to say, puffin. Ooh, puffin's a good one. Puffin's a good one. Any kind of bird, I think, really, right? Toucans, right? They're big on cereal. They say follow your nose, but that beak's more like a mouth. So toucans don't actually have noses. They just have two holes on the side of their beaks. <laughs> they have a giant fucking mouth that'll crush. Hands, bones. I thought you were going into, like, a pickup line. <laughs> like, oh, okay, I guess we could make up pickup lines for animals. That's okay. I didn't expect it. I was like, what, what kind of what kind of pickup line starts with follow your nose? That's disgusting. I don't know. I don't know. I thought you were going there, though. Well, hey, I agree. It was disgusting. All right, I'm done. I'm done popping off about animals. <laughs> Okay. We learned a lot about zebras today. We had some fun. It's time to it's time to make these zebras dig their own graves in front of their friends so we can fucking put two in the back of its head. These zebras will ride them yet. Finally tame them. We'll ride them yet. No one's ever no one's ever tried it probably. Yeah, can you imagine you know? just like they see they always probably like, oh I'll put a saddle on it and I'll like run it until it's tired and yeah. then I'll get on No. No, it's a psychological game, not a physical yeah. game. Exactly. I'll get it to trust me with a yeah. with a freeze pop. Yeah, exactly. Because I liked racing stripes in 2005. All right. All right, but we're trying. I'm trying to get us out of this yeah, segment. we're out of there. Now we're talking about, about this movie we watched so I can understand Wizards more. The movie is 1993's Disney classic Hocus Pocus. I already wish I was still talking about zebras. So That's because you didn't watch the movie. 2003, right? 1993. 1993. Oh, boy. Yeah. Catch it now at your f- favorite time traveler's convention. Now on Betamax. So I saw this movie. It was on TV the other night. 
okay? Sure. When I, and I was eating dinner. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I ate in front of the TV. I don't want to brag. But... <laughs> Ooh, Mr. Rockefeller. <laughs> <laughs> um, I couldn't make it five minutes. I couldn't make it five minutes. <laughs> Did you start at the beginning? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, you couldn't? That's the problem. Is this the only time you've, you've you've even attempted to see this movie? Have you seen it in its entirety? I don't think so. At it's one like point so. In there's these three witches, right? And they're <laughs> so far so good. <laughs> and they're finished describing the poster. <laughs> they're played by famous actresses, right? Yeah, you got it. Um, name one for me. There's uh, Bette Midler. That's the one. She was featured prominently in the part I saw. Yeah, I couldn't. I had to go. I had to bounce. <laughs> You're not a Bette Midler fan? Not in Hocus Pocus. Sarah Jessica Parker, huh? Um, oh boy, no. No, I, I do not. I don't think I've ever seen her in anything that I'd liked her in. Kathy, what's her face? Kathy, uh, Najimi N- N- or whatever? I don't know who you're talking I was going to say Bates. <laughs> the third witch. <laughs> this movie would have been probably amazing if Kathy Bates was in it. So do you need me to, to, to uh, summarize it for oh, you? Oh boy, that'd be a Spoilers. real favor. To an old friend. Be a real favor. Be a real okay. favor to an old friend here, Jeff. So you you watched the first five minutes. No, it there. was like it was like I watched five minutes in the first twenty minutes somewhere. <laughs> so you didn't watch in the beginning. <laughs> well, it's like it's close to. You're a damn liar. The first third of the movie should be set up, so I should have. I been... tell you what. I tell. I tell you what. You ex- you tell me what part you saw, the, from when to when. They were like so. They were like these three witches. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, stay with me. Stay with me here. Okay. So they're in like a, a cabin of some kind, right? Their house, maybe? Yeah, they live in a house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they live in a house like Got humans. It. They're wearing clothes. Go on. Ooh, no, I think we watched a different movie. Uh, Bette Midler was actually not. Hocus Focus. All right, all right, chill. All right. Come on. Jesus. And you know it would be... Hocus Buttus. No, it would be Horus right. Focus. Come on. <laughs> Get your porn, get your porn title sure. game on point. Poke, poke is already there. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. Thank you. So there's and then there's like there's some kids sneaking up on the house. Okay. They're like looking into the house. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> not change the channel. <laughs> well, Pat Midler was like, oh, I think there's kids here or something. I'm gonna give an order to someone else, and I was just like, oh boy. <laughs> Here's the thing. You could be describing the beginning of the movie. You could be describing three different parts of the middle of the movie. So whose fault is that, though? Okay, that's not that's not on me. That's not on me. Some of it's on you. That's, uh, no, that's not on Some me. That's on, on the writer of Hocus Pocus, who whose name escapes right. me. Although I definitely did know it, of course, at one point. So I'll, I'll summarize it for you. See, see how it goes, okay? Okay. Oh, sorry. Ooh. This is this, I heard, this segment is. I heard you were Jeff. going to tell me about Hocus Pocus, <laughs> and I got tired. The segment's called Jeff Movie Summarizer. <laughs> uh, we, oh, we've had this segment before, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. All right. <clears throat> so the year, hey, Sean. Hey, I'm going to paint a picture for you. Okay. Jeff, hey, hold on one second. Yeah. Before we do this, I'm having a lot of okay. I'm having a lot of fun on the podcast right now. <laughs> I just wanted you to know that. Please continue. Okay. Please continue. I'm going to paint. I'm going to paint a picture with my words. Okay. Yeah. The year, 1693. Okay. I thought you said it came out in 1993. It did. The movie takes place 300 years later, but the opening scene takes place in 1693. Is the kid wearing leggings All Hallows in that Eve. part? No, but he's wearing a, 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 just an amazing shirt. They should bring those shirts back. Was it a tunic? 
Maybe. Did it go down to his I'm knees? not smart enough to know what a tunic looked okay. like. <laughs> was it a dress for men? It was shorter than that, but yeah, it had the same uh, loose fit of a tunic on the top, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I, did, I know. This John, I'm trying to explain know, this movie I know, I know. that Please you refuse to watch. Go on. <laughs> that was free on TV, yeah. and you couldn't even stand it. All right. I was going to be <laughs> 1693. I was trying to eat. October 31st, 1693. Halloween. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Please go. Please continue. <laughs> Young Thackeray Banks <laughs> wakes up. It's not even dark out yet. And uh, for some reason, he's looking for his sister because <laughs> she's not in the bed next to him. I don't know how houses worked back then. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, he looks out to the sky. You know what? This is going to take too long if I describe every scene. So <laughs> let, me, let me speed it up. <laughs> let me speed it up. The moon, um, full, low, low in the sky. <laughs> Bright, the reflections of the sun. Panning shot. Um, you can tell daylight so, is far away, but still his sister must be found. You didn't see the movie. You don't know. Panicked, we cut to Thackeray rushing <laughs> through the woods. Please go on. Anyway, so these witches did an enchantment to get her sis- his sister to walk to their cabin so they could steal her life force with a life spell so they would become young again, so they could live longer. Okay? Zachary tries to catch up to her. He's too late. She's dead. <laughs> he still he still tries to, you know, the witches, they turn him into a cat that lives forever as uh, some sort of weird punishment. But it, uh, yeah. they've also let the townspeople know that the girl has gone there. And they all show up and they hang the, the witches just after they, they do some sort of spell or incantation that will bring them back to life if a certain criteria is met. <gasps> I've seen part of this movie. I know you have. Everyone has. I saw. I saw. You have to have seen yeah, this movie. I saw this part. Thank you for describing it. I, I, I was at Planet Fitness in uh, last year, and it was yeah. on uh, probably around. We get it. You time. work out. So Fucking was, stop bragging. Yeah, yeah. I saw that part, and I remember thinking, "This is a kids' movie," because there's like a long yeah. shot of like a hanging body. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's just like, here's some dark, depressing woods, and here's a dead body that was hung by its neck until it was deceased. <laughs> Who's having fun? You, hey, kids, you want to go trick-or-treating? <laughs> fade out and fade into a teacher telling the end of that story in a classroom. Yeah, okay. and, and, and some kids in this class accidentally let the um, women come back to life somehow. <laughs> You're just guessing. Let me tell no, you. No, that's what happens. <laughs> we go to uh, young Max, freshly transferred to Salem, Massachusetts from California. You can tell by his tie-dyed shirt and laid-back <laughs> attitude. And everyone thinks it's funny that he's from California and has opinions. And then he hits on a girl, and the girl's not interested. So he goes home all, all upset. Oh, oh, shit. Yeah. And and th- there's a party later, right? And then yeah. that girl is dating a guy who bullies the, the California kid, and then they dare him to go into the haunted house, right? No. You're thinking of a different movie? <laughs> what movie am I thinking of? I don't know. You, ex- I'll explain my movie, then you explain yours, and I'll try to guess what fucking movie you're talking about. <laughs> they, 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 no, that has to be. Maybe that's Halloween Town. I don't know the reference. I know. I'm just looking on IMDb. <laughs> no, Halloween Town is after learning she is a witch. A girl helps save a town full of other supernatural creatures. That sounds pretty dope. I can tell it's made <laughs> for kids, so I'm not gonna. Watch you want to watch that next? <laughs> no, no. Right. So. Yeah. So this kid gets fucking dunked on hard. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> He's getting no so play. Right. This girl rejects him, so he rides his bike real cool through the town until mm-hmm. he hits a cemetery and is picked on by Jay and Silent Bob, or Jay and Ernie, who call it, who nickname him Hollywood, and then steal his shoes. He's all upset. He goes to his room. 
he starts calling his pillow yeah, I remember the this. girl's name from the school, and his sister scares him from out of his closet, and he's like, I told you not to be in here. Yeah, and his sister's... <laughs> I'm a teenager. I'm going through things. Yeah, his sister's younger than him, right? Yeah. Yeah, I yep. remember that. <laughs> you can't just keep saying you remember <laughs> no, and talking no, about I other didn't, movies. but I do remember it. And so, the yeah. when they're... He, he ends up taking her trick-or-treating, right? Yes, he... Against his will. He didn't want to go trick-or-treating, because no. he was just... He was just forcefully robbed of his shoes, and his parents didn't think to ask him why but, or what was going on. Well, this is why we have all like the bullying um, things these days, because in the 90s, it was kind of like nobody gave a shit. I went to school in the 90s. I know, I know what it was like. Um, so, no, but so he takes her trick-or-treating, and then they go to the house where that girl's having a party, right? Yes. The girl who earlier turned him down and said that she loved Halloween... Even though, because and he thought it was bullshit. Dude, that's what I was telling. Yeah, so, they go trick or treating. Yeah, no, wait, 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 wait. No, I know. She, yeah. When they get to that house, um, something happens, and then they're like, "Oh, we should like <laughs> let me help you." I'll tell you what happens. No, wait, I want to guess. I want to guess. I feel bad that I didn't watch the movie. <laughs> so he like his something happens with his sister, right? Or he's like Halloween sucks. He's like Halloween sucks. Immediately in this movie, and then, but I mean, he doesn't want to take her trick or treating. Crush his house. <laughs> no, he's all about impressing this girl. Okay, because yeah. earlier, right before that, during trick or treating, they run into Jay and Ernie again, who are stealing candy from kids. And his his sister's like, my big brother will beat you up. And then they laugh because it's Hollywood. And they're like, we just stole his shoes earlier. That kid's a bitch. <laughs> and then and then they take the candy and they're on their way. And then and then you know. He's mad because his sister's crying because he's all embarrassed that he got beat up again by these two kids. And then they go to this big house, and the girl that loves Halloween is all of a sudden bummed out that every year her parents throw a Halloween party and she's stuck on candy duty, even though it's her favorite holiday of, of oh, all time. Yeah, no, because she wants to go trick-or-treating, dog. Come on, man. <laughs> she's too old for trick-or-treating. I remember that. But no, but that's she uses the excuse to go with them, right? Um, no, uh, he's trying to impress her by saying they should go to the Sanders house, and I guess her parents used to run that muse. It's a museum now. Oh, and the sister opened something like a little, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, they go to the, the girl. Little girl doesn't want to go. They go to that house. What movie right? am I thinking of? <laughs> it's so similar. They go to that. They go to that house. They they you know read the little signs. Turn on a goddamn light. He takes a Zippo lighter, which he uses several times later. And you know he's trying to impress that girl by acting all cool. And then you know it says a virgin has to light the black flame candle. And he's like, well, I get the Zippo lighter that we use to find the light switch. I'm just gonna turn it on. It's a full moon. Yeah. And then he did it. And then the witches come back. And then they're running from these witches. Okay. <laughs> they meet an undead corpse. That used to be the lover of two of those witches that they pulled from the grave to chase these kids down. They try to burn the they try to burn the witches in a kiln at the school. It doesn't work, but they don't check to see if the bodies are burned. They just start celebrating, go home with this talking cat, Zachary Banks, who told them all the things they needed to do to get things done. And then uh, they open the book. The witches see that the book's there. They go steal the kid. They try to so- suck the life out of the kid. And then uh, one gets turned to stone by stepping on hollow ground. And then the sun comes up and they all explode into dust. They meet Gary Marshall. They've been dead for 300 years. But they meet Gary Marshall dressed as Satan and they assume he's Satan. Where were they when they were dead for 300 years? They weren't in hell. They weren't talking to Satan. They were trapped. Right? They were trapped in that, that virgin candle or whatever. But we know, we know at least heaven exists or at least ghosts because at the end, Zachary Banks is, is 
mortally wounded, the witches die, and then he, his soul is a kid again, and then his sister pops out. But it's a weird scene where they get back together, but it's in, like, a graveyard. It's so weird. What? None of what you just said followed any sort of storytelling <laughs> sense. I know. I tried to rush through it at the end. So, you know, as they defeat the witches, did you fast the cat forward, gets Did you fast-forward through, like, the last 20 minutes of the movie? <laughs> I fast-forwarded through the last hour of it, Ellie. <laughs> Well, how it's long is it? It was only it looked only like an hour. Hour and a half. Yep. Well, that doesn't sound anything like the movie that I remember seeing. <laughs> Please describe your movie. <laughs> no, I don't want to. So, <laughs> the girl opens something. Go on. <laughs> yeah, and then the witches come back. I'm so certain it's this movie, and I just didn't watch this movie because I didn't care to. I was very busy <laughs> eating. Is there someone in this movie called um, Calamity something? No. <laughs> IMDb. There's a mu- there's a mu- musical breakdown of I Put a Spell on You that the Sanderson sisters do oh, yeah. at a grown up party. Yeah. Makes all the grown ups dance forever until they die. Okay. Now is that resolved at the end? Do, when the witches die, do we see the adults not dancing anymore, or does the yeah, spe- w- does the spell persist? No. After the witches are are gone forever, the, you see the parents later on walking out and. Da- in daylight, they all look exhausted and like, wow, this must what 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 a party, huh? They're all dressed up. Yeah, no, I get it. All right. The zombie they raised just goes to take a nap back in his uh, coffin, and Zachary Banks' soul is released from that cat, and he's reunited with his sister. So IMDb is telling me that his name is Thackeray Banks. Thackeray Banks, yeah, T H. Yeah, okay. Um, but IMDb is also telling me that someone in this movie is called Calamity Jane. So what? Yeah. I guess you didn't Who? watch it as closely as you should have. <laughs> I have no, I've no, I watched it this morning. I have no, uh, no recollection of anyone being called Calamity Jane. Okay, all right. Well, <laughs> this is crazy. Did you watch the, you know, the secret extended cut or? I watched the theatrical release. If I was a, a witch or a wizard and I was going to punish mm-hmm. someone, I wouldn't make them immortal and I wouldn't turn them into a cat. <laughs> yep. Both of those things sound like they rule. Yeah, and just like, and just like in the witches. They didn't figure out how to not have them talk, because that's the worst thing. Yeah. Have a guy waiting 300 years that can tell everybody what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Hey, if you know who the hell Calamity Jane was in Hocus Pocus, go ahead and uh, tweet or email us, okay? What the hell? Right before, the, right before they die, they turn that guy into a cat and just really make him want vengeance, right? And then he can talk, and then he just helps people defeat the witches. It's, it's crazy. Somehow he knows more about the witch's book and everything than he should. I guess maybe he spent a lot of time going to a library or something during that time yeah but he spends like 300 years making sure no one lights that candle and then his his line at the end as he's walking you know assumably into heaven with his little sister she's like oh what took so long he said i had to wait 300 years for a virgin to light a candle it's like nah dog you were stopping that for like 300 years (laughs) until you fucked up one night on a full moon because how often does a full moon happen on halloween he had one fucking job if if that cat had waited like what another twenty years, he could have gone on Reddit <laughs> and like found, or he could have gone on Craigslist, like looking for virgin two light candle. Please bring gun with three bullets. Yeah, <laughs> like, but he didn't want he, he get this taken care of. He didn't of want to quick. though. Why not? He didn't want to. He was stopping someone from lighting the candle because he didn't want the witches to come back. Why didn't he just and, take like, the candle and like throw it in the ocean then? I, there's a lot of things that cat could have done that he didn't do. Magic is fucking stupid. It's so fucking. And dumb. L- Literally, all they had to do was wait until that candle burned out or check to see if their, their corpses were actually burned in the kiln. Yeah. And they didn't. Wait. And it, 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 it was crazy. So when he lit the candle, the witches were allowed to be back for the duration of time that the candle existed? They were, and then they had, they had to use a life potion to, to, like, steal some life force from kids mm-hmm. to stay alive longer. Okay. And they were working on doing that, but 
he had stolen the book when the witches came because the cat's like, get that book and let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Okay. And there's a lot of witches misunderstanding things of the future, like fire trucks and paved roads. Yeah. Buses. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, why not just take the candle to the school and put that in the kiln? Like, boom, done. Five seconds, melted. Or they could have just hid the book from them in the 20th century until daylight when they just turned to dust because they didn't have the spell for the life potion. They didn't. They ran. They tried to tell their parents. Their parents were like, witches. <laughs> now, Sean, what about this movie didn't interest you? All of it. <laughs> it's a kid's movie starring Bette Midler. Yeah, that's a pretty succinct <laughs> way of putting it. Yeah. It's from 93. So Movies from before now can be good. Have you ever seen RoboCop? <laughs> yeah, I have seen RoboCop. That movie rules. <laughs> that's, that movie fucking kicks ass. When he says, dead or alive, you're coming with me. That's an awesome line. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's so brutal when he gets shot up at that convenience store. Yeah. Have you ever seen RoboCop the Musical? Have I shown you those? No. There's there's a there's a YouTube channel. I think it's called Legolams. L-E-G-O-L-A-M-B-S. Okay. And they do, they used to. I don't know what they do now. They haven't done any in a while. But they, they have a bunch of, like, 80s movies that they turned into musicals. Um, <laughs> they have Conan the Barbarian. They call it Conan the Musical. It's pretty funny. I really enjoy I'll send you a link. They're pretty good. Nice. Uh, there's a RoboCop one. Also really good. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I no, no, got no. Track I, talking about a movie. I'm, I'm excited to watch those. Yeah, I know. I'm excited. How, how long are they? They, they no, uh, feature length? No. They're like five minutes long. Do they some movies as well as I do? or? Um, that's a good question. I think it's a different format. You know, I wouldn't want to compare. <laughs> I wouldn't want to compare. You summed up this movie so good, I thought it was another one, though, so... Yeah, yeah, and then I got I got real scared. I was taking too long to describe it, and then I just sped right through it. Yeah. So, Sean, what was it about the the '90s where like it all ended with like the teenager or the or the guy getting the girl? That was like the whole thing, regardless of what the movie was about. <laughs> Dude, that still happens. I don't. Know. That's like that's like a Hollywood staple. They're they're never gonna stop doing that. Women are thing to be, are things to be acquired. Yeah. That yes. That is essentially the lesson, and they're never going to stop doing it. Can we talk about um, Salem, Massachusetts, turning this thing of uh, men just saying that women were witches so they could murder them instead of having to deal with the consequences of uh, infidelity or annoying neighbors and how Salem turned it into a whole thing and then an industry that they rely on for their commerce to this day? Yeah, it's not ideal. <laughs> I mean, is that <laughs> is that what you wanted to hear? <laughs> It'd be like if Hollywood just made movies about women being objects. It's, uh, yeah. I don't know what you want me to contribute here. I mean, our society is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Do they take any responsibility, the town of Salem, Mass, for the uh, wrongdoings that made them so popular? Probably not. Is there like a wall with all these women's names on them that they, they just burned or drowned because they, uh, they, they said they made deals with the devils? They were casting things? Uh, there might be. But, like, probably left over from the Salem Witch Trials, where it was like, here's a wall of piece of shit witches who, like, <laughs> made deals with the devil. Like, l let's remember them forever and how terrible they were. Remember, Jim's a good guy. He was just bewitched by that slut. Yeah. And uh, she turned his son into a toad, probably. That's why he's missing. That's why he's got his genital warts. It's, it's, uh, the witch did that to him. Yeah. Let's kill, let's kill her. Have you ever been to Salem? Uh, pro I've probably driven through. I don't go for any of the Halloween stuff that they do. And protest to how they tr treated women back in the day? No, that's not going to accomplish anything. <laughs> Nobody's going to do anything about it or care. Our society's just total trash garbage. <laughs> it is. Say something good about our society right now, Jeff. <laughs> um... Candy. No transitions. 
This week we <laughs> ate candy corn. It's a true statement. I did eat it. Did you already eat it? Yeah. I was... <laughs> yeah, I had some. <laughs> How'd it go? Uh, it's gross. Not a fan of candy Not corn. Not a fan of candy corn. Not actually really a fan of corn, period, because it's just like, it's just like fiber. Mm-hmm. Like It's just like, here, mash this up. Okay, now I guess swallow it, now that you've made <laughs> corn paste. Sean, America's industry is basically corn. I mean, we produce a lot of it. You gotta get on this corn train. I will not. I'm sorry. <laughs> Whenever I eat candy corn, I either really enjoy it, or I think it's disgusting. But it's it's not consistent between bags of candy corn. Not consistent between brands. I don't know what's going on. So, is there a brand that you prefer? No, I could I could eat the same brand on different days and different bags and be like, wow, this was gross. Yeah. And then the next day, I'd be like, wow, I really enjoyed that. But I, I can tell that I don't enjoy it as much as I would any other candy because usually I'll get out a handful. I won't go back within within an hour or two. You know, some candy I'm just like, well, I better just keep eating that. Yeah. Candy corn, I'm satisfied after a handful. It's done. Yeah. Like, get me like a, a Reese's peanut butter cup. Mm-hmm. I'll shotgun those things all day. All day. All day long. I've never seen candy corn on the cob. They've never, like, pieced it together to be a cob. You can. I've seen pictures of people doing it. It's like a, yeah, it's like but, a great internet joke that everyone loves. Yeah, but they don't sell it like that. Maybe because they don't want you to have half-eaten candy corn cobs yeah. hanging around because you're going to get sick of them. We just did straight candy corn as well. We didn't do the what is it, the fall mix where you can get the pumpkins and the brown candy corn or whatever. Yeah, it all tastes the exact same. There's like It does, yeah. What brand did you get? And also, if they sold candy corn on the cob, people would put it in, like, pots of boiling water because they'd think you'd have to, like, cook it, like, an ear <laughs> of corn because our society is garbage, so. They, they, they'd melt it. They'd melt it. Yeah. I had, I had Brax. Oh, I had the, um, Brax. the Jelly Belly ones. Oh, I don't think I've ever had them by Jelly Belly. Yeah. But you said they were disgusting, so I'm going to assume that they are. Yeah. Um, I have had, there's a brand called Zachary. Yeah, I've had those. Uh, yeah, they, 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 I saw those at the store. They come in like a round plastic with the, the lid that you can pop off. Yeah, uh, they're, they're, it's a lot of candy corn. Yeah, they're still gross. Well, that's why I didn't buy that one, yeah. <laughs> what What is unsettling about candy corn, though, is that it's all like this one paste. Yeah. But the outside, it's not like they coated it with anything. It, it just, it feels and tastes like they just, they leave them out to get stale yeah. and crusty. And that's what separates that from the inside. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's a feature. And then they've got three colors for no reason. Have you ever taken corn off the cob? It would literally just be the, the, the yellow nub. What, what is what is this shape that they've decided on? I don't know. I mean, is that supposed to be, is that supposed to be the corn all the way through? Like that's the center of the corn, like the cob? Oh, you're saying instead of like just shucking it off, do you sh- is it shuck? Instead of just scraping it off the cob, they would just. They, it looks like they cut it into sections. I'm gonna have to try to try that with corn. Yeah, cob. instead of peeling the corn so off the cob, cob, it's gross. Yeah, everything about it was gross. I don't. Know why, I don't know why you made me eat these. They're fucking nasty. This time I enjoyed them. So. Fucking nasty. <laughs> this time I, I thought they were good. So. No, um, and it's just. <laughs> all right, the Huffington Post is gonna tell me ten things I never knew about candy corn. <laughs> Oh, look at that. Jelly Belly yeah. has been making candy corn longer than any other running company today. So I, Oh, shit. I got the classic. <laughs> Holy shit. They began making it in 1898 in, an, in a factory in Ohio. And the company claims that the candy corn was such a success, it, quote, carried the company through two world wars and the depression, end quote. Damn. Nasty. It has more potential to cause tooth decay than chocolate-based Halloween candy. It's more likely to cause tooth decay? Yeah. 
I better finish this bag and never get another one. Because it's, yeah, it looks like it's saying just because it's like sugar, it's just all sugar. It just gets right on your teeth and fucking stays there. Damn. Candy corn flavored bagels exist. Thank you, Huffington Post, for being a legitimate news source. <laughs> I hear that chicken feed was the original name of the candy. Yeah, candy corn flavored martinis also exist, so... Oof. Some people like the, like the taste of it. It really just tastes like pasty sugar to me. Maybe a little vanilla, I don't know. Nasty. So, uh, what do you think? Top of the shelf, middle of the road, bottom of the barrel. Middle of the road. Bottom of the uh, barrel. <laughs> come on. How, 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 did you eat all of the candy corn? Nope. You still have candy corn left? Nope. No. I had like five pieces and then I threw it out. Oh, you threw it out. Damn, that's unlike you even for What am I going to do? Fucking candy. save it for later? They're, they're little sugar pellets that someone like threw up on. It's fucking gross. Oh, man, though. You, you get a nice piece of candy corn on top of a cupcake or something, though? Mm. No. <laughs> That's like saying, oh, man, you get a nice little piece of bird shit on top of a cupcake, though. I'm like, no, I want to, like, flick it off at somebody. I, I was, other than the taste, I was not sure where you were going to land in this candy mm-hmm. because it's not really a chewy candy, but it's, it's just, like, I don't know. How would you describe it? So, like, when you first bite into it, it's firm. Like, maybe, uh, it's all kind of, I guess, like the consistency of a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. <laughs> We can eat Reese's peanut butter cups if you want. No, I'm just, no, no, no. It's fine. No, it's fine. Just, you know, that's just that's just the reference I have. Um, <laughs> Do you have you had a Reese's peanut butter cup recently? No, I looking haven't. for one? Oh man, I can't. What's wait. going on with Next you? Next time I have one, it's gonna be so good. <laughs> it's gonna be fucking so good. It has that consistency. Like you bite into it, it's like it's not gooey. Mm-hmm. It's firm. It's not like breakable. It's just like soft, I guess. But then, as you chew it, it becomes like this liquid, grainy sugar swishing in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And then you gotta swallow that. It always feels like I'm in like a like a Vietnamese prison camp. The circa, five pieces you <laughs> ate. Circa 1968, and like <laughs> they're forcing this sugar paste on me so that I am forced to survive. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You described it. And I had to eat a piece. Yeah. I heard, I heard you digging around that bag. <laughs> I heard you. It was fucking gross. It was gross. Why Why would you do that to yourself? I'm going to finish this bag. Not today, obviously, because I can only go through like eight at a time. Mm-hmm. And then I'm done for like most of the day. Yeah, because your body goes, hey, dog, that's poison. Please stop. <laughs> hey, could you stop, please? I'm trying to like run body systems here and stuff. And mm-hmm. please stop. I tell you, you described it in a way that sounded disgusting, but it brought me back to him. I'm in. I'm in. Mm-hmm. Is there a candy more associated with Halloween than candy corn? Uh, I don't think so. It used to be a summertime candy. Right. I already closed the Huffington Post link, but I, <laughs> I skimmed past that number. Also from that link, they make they make ones that are like uh, Christmas colors. Yep. They make Christmas colors. They make Easter colors. Yeah. They have ones for Thanksgiving and Fourth of July. They're really pushing this on us. Government didn't buy them, put them into um, soldiers' bags, right? I didn't see anything about them forcing it on soldiers, but let's find out. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't see anything. Yeah. They estimate 20 million pounds uh, of candy corn are sold annually. Like, it's just like, why doesn't Congress outlaw it? And then <laughs> we can save those resources for literally anything else. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Like how much how much sugar is that that's wasted on this fucking the worst garbage in the world? I bet you could melt it down and make real food out of it. I I you know what I bet you could melt them down and turn them into bullets and just get a candy gun and shoot yourself in the mouth with them. Why is why lately is the candy segment always ending and somebody just shooting themselves? I don't know. I don't know. Hey, maybe it'll, you know you know what you can't shoot yourself with is a delicious flavorful Reese's peanut butter cup. <laughs> These discs fit perfectly in your mouth.
melt at the ideal ratio. Uh, too big to choke on and not small enough <laughs> to shoot yourself with. Hey, it's Reese's <laughs> Peanut Butter Cups. It's just a little musical sting that if the company wants, they can use. <laughs> oh, it's, good. it's good for a blurb on a bag. You know? I'm coming back around to fake advertisements. I think we should do fake advertisements <laughs> for the candies that we talk about. <laughs> Candy corn, it's just like a bullet in the mouth. <laughs> Yellow, orange, and white still tastes like shit. Yeah. Candy corn. All right. I was, I was wishing that would rhyme. <laughs> I didn't know where I was going with it, you know. I panicked because you had such a quick one that I wanted to try one. <laughs> I'm too hopped up on candy corn to think straight. <laughs> I had to be up early to watch a movie, okay? All right. I had to get up early to watch Hocus Pocus from 1993. Uh, catch it now on Betamax and VHS. <laughs> People, all right, I know we're in the candies. People love Hocus Pocus. Do they? They love it. Fucking people love it. Do they? Yeah. Jeff. Yeah. Jeff. Ask any of your fu- Do any, they? any of your cool. <laughs> Do they really? <laughs> ask, <laughs> ask any of these cool 20 to 30 year olds, and they have fond memories of it. They talk about it. You'll probably find somebody has a Hocus Pocus tattoo you didn't know about. Fucking love it. Dear Google, <laughs> do people really like. Hocus Pocus. Well, you do that, I'm just going to eat another piece of candy corn. Yeah, well, there's an article on Jezebel, which Mm -hmm. is part of the Gawker Network, isn't it? So it's basically garbage. It's called Please Leave Hocus Pocus Alone. Oh, it's, it's, she's saying that it doesn't need to be remade. You can't reimagine it. Oh. Because. See, you know why? Because it's beloved. They're worried about it. Yeah. She's struggling with the idea of seeing anyone else and having it the unfortunate rodent teeth, dentures, Bette Midler wars, Winnie. They could still reprise those roles themselves. Okay, the, sen- or... the sentence right before the one I read you was, I can't imagine Bette Midler, Kathy and Jimmy, and Sarah Jessica Parker agreeing to reprise their roles as the Sanders and Sisters. <laughs> so... Why? What are they doing right now? It's so great. Uh, I don't know what Bette Midler's ever done that's so great. And uh, that, goes, <laughs> that goes double for Sarah Jessica Parker, so... She did Square Pegs. What is that? It was an 80s TV show where she was in high school. Who? Sarah Jessica Parker. Okay. I don't remember her character's name. Okay. okay. Are you sure it wasn't Calamity Jane? <laughs> You son of a bitch. Listen, find the scene starring Calamity Jane in Hocus Pocus. I'll watch it, but I doubt it since you, you did, couldn't make it five minutes into the fucking movie. <laughs> it was so bad, dude. <laughs> you can't help it. I had to. It was like reflexive. Man, I shouldn't have brought this candy corn up here. You're eating. You're just eating it. You're just shotgunning it. Yeah. One after another. Sean, what's your fondest memory of candy corn or Hocus Pocus? Um, Hocus Pocus, I remember, I, earlier actually in this episode, do you remember when I flawlessly recalled in detail the entire plot because I've seen it before? I liked that. <laughs> um, and candy corn, actually, I think it was uh, yesterday, um, my favorite mm-hmm. memory is of throwing the bag out <laughs> and knowing I didn't have to eat the rest of it. What's yours, Jeff? <laughs> what's your favorite memory of candy corn and or Hocus Pocus? I think my favorite thing about candy corn, I don't know if I have a favorite memory, is that when dumbass kids will put them in the front of their mouth and make them look like vampire fangs. Ew. Do they stick them on their teeth? <laughs> yeah, like between their gums and their lips. So they just rub sugar directly onto their teeth. You know it. Jesus. My fondest memory about Hocus Pocus is saying, hey, do you want a podcast today? And he said, yeah, but I'm, I didn't watch that movie and I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm not going to have the time. I had a busy week. <laughs> uh, that was pretty good. I like that. <laughs> I had a busy week. It's not my fault. You picked a movie I literally couldn't watch. Any other thoughts on uh, Candy Corn? I wish they'd stop making it, and I think everybody involved in its production should be in jail, mm-hmm. and people who like it are probably borderline psychopaths. <laughs> should be should be dragged out into the, the stables and shot in front of horses. 
and zebras. Would you rather see them stop making circus peanuts or candy corn first? Um, hmm. Do they make circus peanuts? They just, like, find them. They, they, uh, they just appear randomly. Yeah. They, they're not made anymore. Didn't we talk about this? Didn't we talk about circus peanuts already? I think we did. Yeah, we, we did an episode of circus peanuts. Was there? Did we already talk about them teleporting in? Mm-hmm. That sounds very familiar to me. Yeah. But my memory is yep. just awful. We talk about how many Matt Stoney could eat. How, how, how much candy corn do you think Matt Stoney could eat? I don't know. He impresses me more and more. I would say... Really? <laughs> really? I'm sorry. The, the, audience, the audience, the listening audience should know that I am easily impressed. <laughs> um, <Yeah>, fair. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think he could take down, a, take down an average size bag of candy corn. Maybe like a pound or more. You think he could eat a sitting. pound of candy corn? Yeah, I think so. Right. Matt Sony. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think so. All right. He's known for eating a lot of stuff. You know, he's not he's not like a picky eater kind of guy, right? No, I don't think he's I don't think he's picky about a lot. <laughs> I mean, he like competes professionally in eating contests, so it seems like maybe his life got away from him a couple years ago. <laughs> we make fun of it, but I I haven't competed professionally in fucking anything. <laughs> so, if you were going to compete professionally, would you do it with an eating contest? No, because I'm a picky eater. <laughs> exactly. What things do you think you could beat Matt Stoney at? Uh, love. <laughs> I think if we competed for the same woman as though she were a prize, <laughs> I would win her. Well, that's not fair. You're so charming. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I guess I guess that's the competition, you know, I've always been involved in. Just how charming can I be? <laughs> you know? What's more useless, candy corn or a gingerbread house? Have you ever seen anybody eat a gingerbread house? They just make them and then you don't eat them. Well, no, I think a gingerbread house is more useless because, like, yeah. you go through all this trouble to construct a house that nobody lives mm-hmm. in and nobody eats. Yeah, it's a waste. Like, gingerbread men don't live there. I think that's why they keep candy corn around because it's something to decorate those houses with. I mean, as far as I know, gingerbread men are just all living off the welfare system. You know, <laughs> you know what those people are like. Yeah, you know gingerbread you know people how are. Gingerbread people are. Ugh. I say send him back to the oven. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no, I'm taking a hard line. <laughs> My father didn't work hard so that gingerbread people can just lay about on platters <laughs> yeah. and inside cookie jars yeah. waiting to be eaten. Yeah. I'm going to take a hard line stance. Gingerbread cookies, disgusting. You know what's even more disgusting is watching these, <laughs> these bored housewives just, just spread cream all over these gingerbread men. <laughs> Just right on the kitchen table. It's it's disgusting. Ah, oh, I'm creeped off that I said it like that. <laughs> creeped off. <laughs> yeah. Creeped off, crushing you down. I'm learning so many so many sayings from you. What? Creeped off. Crushing you down. Who says creeped off? I don't remember. I don't remember this one. <laughs> you remember when I I, I uh, we were starting the podcast and I asked you how you were liking it. You said you hated it. It was crushing you down. <laughs> oh yeah, that makes total sense. <laughs> Now you're creeped off by yeah. by the central act of decorating gingerbread men. Off. Where did you where did you pick up creeped off from? Remember. Is it a millennial thing that I need to learn? It's probably from a TV show. Bazinga. Yeah. Bazinga. Yeah, definitely. So just heads up, Jeff and Sean, creeping off. No. It's not as it's not as funny as popping off. Sean, do you like gingerbread cookies? I mean, you kinda you kinda left me in the wind just to say that they are terrible and you didn't you didn't defend them. They're okay. What about a gingerbread cookie decorated? exclusively with frosting and candy corn then no how is that like a difficult decision <laughs> it a thing a thing it a wasn't. thing you're okay about covered in things you have expressly hated very recently yeah of course not well you know how so- how sometimes two things that are okay when put together are amazing you know no 
Give give me four examples. <laughs> oh, I want, but uh, Holly wanted to get your opinion on something on the podcast. Whoops, whoops! It sounded like I asked for four examples, <laughs> and you're trying to cruise past. And if you just remembered that Holly wanted to ask me a question, we could do that later. <laughs> okay, four examples of two things that are okay that are great together, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, four examples. Four examples. Start uh, with one. What did Holly want my fucking opinion on? That she can't. Pick up her phone and text me herself. <laughs> this is my new segment, On Blast, with Sean Ryder. <laughs> Holly's on blast. Let's hear it. She uh, saw that, I think, Taco Bell was making a Kit Kat quesadilla, uh-huh. and she wanted to know uh, how you felt yeah, about that. Yeah, God is dead. Only heaven, ex- only, <laughs> only heaven is a myth. Hell definitely exists, and it's creeping closer every day. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're basically just putting Kit Kats in between flour tortillas yeah. and then melting them, yeah. I think. Yeah, if I wanted to eat like I was a poor college student, I who wants that? No one would want that. <laughs> You're telling me you don't have ramen in the house? I don't. What? Uh, how? What's the, what do you think their next thing is? They're gonna put some Kit Kats in between just like two sloppy pieces of chicken? <laughs> You're making fun of it now, but if it was a Reese's peanut butter cup quesadilla, you'd be all over it, you piece of shit. This is, this is our Chit Kat. <laughs> Chicken and Kit Kat. Two great flavors that are only okay individually, but they're great together. No, I, I don't want to eat chicken in these peanut butter cups. It's not. It's just a flour tortilla with Kit Kats in it. What? Like, I, I don't understand. Why? Why? Because they're thinking outside the bun. Okay. So all that tells me is that the buns are too expensive for them to make. They're not making enough profit on the buns, so they're just jamming candy into tortillas now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, think of it like a crepe. You know, you have dessert crepes, right? Yeah, and they're gross. All crepes are disgusting. They're sad pancakes. Get me started on crepes. <laughs> well, it would be like a fried Kit Kat, right? Because they just basically put that in dough and deep fry it. I guess. People like that. Well, whether or not people like it doesn't matter. They're a capitalist enterprise. I think that's all that matters. Well, people like going to white supremacist rallies, judging by the fact that they have rallies at all. So what? That, so what? That doesn't make it valid. <laughs> No, but that means there's a demand in tiki torches. Yeah, that's true. I'm just saying that I think Taco Bell is going after the exact same demographic that white white power rallies are going after. Taco Bell, hit us up if you'd like think... a f- official paid sponsorship. <laughs> Taco Bell, they're basically the same as a white supremacist rally. Are you white and think only your ethnic group should rule? Come on down to Taco Bell and tell us all about it. They used to have a slogan that involved border. It's borderline. (laughs) (laughs) Was that it? Here's the line, if I'd remembered it. It's run for the border used to be their thing, so. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Used to be? Okay. (laughs) Taco Bell, you'll love our food and make them run for the border. Is Is that better? No. I guess I'm glad they're selling this cat. Quesadilla. You're glad they're selling it. Yeah. That way you can see who's talking about it and eating it and just never talk to them. Well, no. Get them in prison. (laughs) Send them to jail. Send them them to human jail for food crimes. We'll catch them all in one net. Is there such thing as food crimes? There's going to be. As soon as I see power, everybody's going to be eating green peppers and (laughs) peanut butter cups and pasta on Fridays. And that's it. (laughs) Can I uh, throw one of their earliest slogans at you? Throw it at me. Ding dong tacos. <laughs> that can't be it. That can't yeah. be it. Yeah, up until 1978. That, so- that sounds like they're coming at you in your house. 
awful. Oh shit! They don't even they don't even use think outside the bun anymore. What is it now? It's live moss. What does that mean? It means live more. <laughs> okay, by, but by eating candy in a tortilla shell, you are expressly not doing that. How much cheese do they put on this? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, let me let me look it up. Let me look up this this whole. Uh, How much mayonnaise? Whole... Just gobs of mayonnaise. <laughs> it's not mayonnaise. It's queso. No, uh, sure. It's fucking Kit Kat salad, is what it is. That bullshit out of here. Why? Now I'm sad. I was gonna end on a high note, and then <laughs> your question coming at coming at us from Holly. Thanks a lot. I'm bummed out. I just think that I should be appointed like morality czar, and then I'll dig a big pit in the middle of the country, and just people that do things like sell Kit Kat quesadillas or buy Kit Kat quesadillas or say ding dong tacos you have to go live in this pit that's where you go you go to the sad pit and you have to stay there until I think you've learned your lesson Sean that sounds like a lot of power for one man I'll use it wisely will you give it back when it's no longer needed it's always going to be needed so no (laughs) and the job lasts for my entire life You're you're like a judge right you're appointed for life in much the same way that Judge Dredd was a judge, yes. <laughs> yes. I would be appointed for life. I would pick my successor. There would be, I, we'd call it the court of the pit, and you could you could appeal your case. Nice, nice. You don't get the help of a lawyer. You have to tell me why you don't belong in the pit. I serve I serve as the only judge on the, on the court. I should have mentioned that. Sounds like you're judge, Judy, and executioner. Is that... Oh, boy. Is that... <laughs> That's about it for us here at Heads Up. Uh, if you want to email us, we have an email and the email address that you can type into the um, recipient bar of the email after, mm-hmm. when you're composing it. That address is uh, headsuppod at gmail.com. Except when mm-hmm. I said at and dot, you want to use the symbols, the at symbol and then the, the dot, which is a, is a period. It's right above the right-hand alt key on most keyboards. What about software keyboards? Uh, I don't know. What is that? It's like a not a real keyboard. No. It's like a like on a phone. Okay. The touch screen. Okay. Just pulls up a keyboard. Okay. But it's not like a hardware keyboard. Well, then the at and the period are probably both on the second. Like you just press the thing for the symbols. I can't teach you how what to use that? a fucking phone right now. <laughs> All right. We have an Instagram and a Twitter. Mm-hmm. I don't use either or ever look at them. <laughs> Jeff's on top of it. I mean, we've never once got a correction to any of those locations. Um, so I'm going to assume that. We're 100% right about opinions and facts about most everything we've ever said. So. That sounds good. Now, I have a question. Um, first, mm. of all, first of all, the Twitter and the Instagram are at HeadsUpPod, if you want to. Um, HMU, which is kids speak for hit me up. I guess it would be HUU for hit us up. If you want to HUHU, if you want to hit up, heads up. Oh, man, that's even better. That's good. That Yeah, that's good. That redeems the time you tried to have that advertisement on the spot. Because mine was so great. <laughs> you couldn't do it. No, um, yeah, that's it for us. Did you want to add anything before we... No, I mean, I mean, you covered it. No. You know, you, you nailed it. This has been the Heads Up podcast. Actually, I think we call it Heads Up with Jeff and Sean. I'm Sean. I'm Jeff. And we're popping off. Toodles. Fucking perverts looking at old men riding zebras.
the question I wanted to ask is, since Holly doesn't listen to the program anymore, how is she, she going to get this answer? <laughs> she does. Yeah, I feel like she you told me last week that she doesn't. That she was like surprised that we were still doing it. She she heard that. Yeah, she heard you say that. Yeah. Then she then she questioned me, and I said uh, I didn't I didn't say that. I didn't say it. All right. Okay. All right.